I remember seeing it back when it happened and like, I don't know, I have zero patience for people who treat people who work in stores and restaurants poorly. Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. So B, I am happy to say that all of what your source said would happen did on Beverly Hills. So we knew, you know, that there was a bit of a risk because our sources, you know, our sources are only as good as our sources are, right? And we were obviously not there to verify that any of this stuff is happened. But, you know, we talked and we spoke about it on last week's pod without having seen the episode. So I know we don't want to repeat it all, but basically, you know, you said we wouldn't see anything but texts. And Rinna talking about it. There was no Sprinter van footage because Kathy and Rinna took an Uber because production was down. So all the women discussed that what Rinna had shared, which is that Kathy had gone off about Kyle. Apparently that also happened to the club where everyone saw an upset Kathy yelling at Kyle. But we didn't hear anything else about any of the other rumors, we'll put it that way, that had been mentioned about what had happened with Kathy there. Right. All of this dark stuff that happened in the club that was aimed at the DJ, hateful language, no mention of it. None at all. Now, you know, Team Rena says it was edited out, but in confessionals, and, you know, I've seen other accounts, and listen... You can always make an argument for something, and certainly their their version is a possibility. But for me, when I was looking at it, it was pretty clear that Kathy's vitriol, her anger, was aimed at Kyle. So I do believe she had a meltdown. I think we've all always believed something went down. But when she says she saw the devil, I mean, I can think back to every single person on that show having had a meltdown that was wild. So, you know, and like outrageously wild. So like, not just, you know, like, oh, so-and-so had too much to drink and said, you're all bitches. Like, no, like, like Erica had a total freak out about, you know, like, I don't care about anybody else. I mean, Rinna has had multiple tantrums. I mean, it's just funny to me that after all this buildup, Not even tantrums. Like, Rena has verbally assaulted people. Yeah. As have many of them. So I'm not singling her out. I'm only singling her out because she's acting like she is. She actually says she has PTSD. Also, do we think if the cameras were down the night before when Erica had her absolute chaotic meltdown, do we think Rena would be talking about it? No. No. I mean, (laughs) no, of course not. So there is an alliance. I, I mean, it's... If anybody was doubting it, it's gotten even clearer right? after this episode. Do you know what my question is, though, Amanda? Why didn't Rena record it with her phone? I mean, you know she would. Could it be true that Kathy is powerful enough 
to get Bravo to not play the recording. You know, my argument with that is this is not Bravo's first rodeo. I mean, they have been dealing with powerful, wealthy women for years. They have to have the most ironclad contracts and things of that nature to protect themselves in these instances. You know, I just, I'm not saying it's an impossibility. It just doesn't seem likely to me. Well, I've been thinking a lot about all of this, like speaking of contracts and powerful people. And like, I, so I've developed this wild theory. <laughs> I know you get excited when you hear me say that, but I do. I, I love to make up these conspiracy theories in my head. And this is literally a complete guess as to what's happening. But so everything allegedly always, of course. But what has really been kind of off for me in my head has been, okay, so Lisa has come out and said when she went on her start, really started the social media rants at the beginning of the summer. And she said, everyone else is getting cease and desist from Kathy's lawyers, but Rena didn't get one. I'm like, why would everybody but her get a cease and desist? And then why would Mm. Rena not get one? So, okay, so here's my wild theory. I think Kathy did have some sort of tantrum at the Caribou Club. I think she wanted to go home. Kyle couldn't take her because she was the hostess, but she was also like, the member at the club and if she left it might have been that the rest of her guests had to leave too and she didn't want to make the guests leave and at that point the only people left at kyle's house because dorit and erica left were kyle kathy and lisa so lisa then offers to take kathy home because kathy is freaking out kathy continues her tantrum in the uber And Lisa sees possibly an opportunity. So, because Lisa sees, okay, there's no cameras. So Lisa knows, like, I can say this is just, you know, her against me in terms of she said, she said. So what if, what if Lisa decided to tell the rest of the cast off camera so that Kathy used... You know, whatever, what we won't even say, but the rumor that we've, we've all heard. So tells them all this, that this is what happened off camera, but then on camera, but says, we can't talk about this on camera. So then she says on camera, like, you know, she had this tantrum, she threw, you know, freaked out. Or does she maybe just tell Erica and Diana and Kyle? Yeah. Because it it seems to me that Garcelle, Crystal, and Sutton have... I can't imagine that if Garcelle heard that, Garcelle wouldn't confront it. Yeah. Right? With the support of Sutton and Crystal. Confront Kathy. I think they would take her to lunch privately. I don't think they would do it at Crystal's party. But I can't imagine that she wouldn't confront her. And we know, based on everything we've seen post-production, that Garcelle and Kathy are in a perfectly fine place. So at a minimum, Garcelle doesn't believe it. And I sort of feel like at this point, her and Crystal are our moral compass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so this is for me what could make the pieces fall into place because so what if Kathy finds out that Lisa is saying this, right? Because it might not have been right then. It might have been, you know, later sends this warning to Lisa saying, I'm going to sue you for defamation, slander, you know, if you say anything else. 
So that's what Lisa gets. And then the rest of the cast gets seasoned assist because they're just repeating something they had been told versus being the source of the rumor. So totally wild theory, but totally that- plausible. Totally yeah, it just, I don't know. If somebody else, you know, cocktailers, you guys are right there with us on all these rabbit holes and theories. So we want to hear yours. But that to me would make a little bit more sense of like out of anybody why Lisa wouldn't have gotten a season assist. So. That makes so much sense to me. It absolutely does. I can totally see it. And I do think that maybe some of the cast, her alliance was told this. And I think that. I'll go so far as to say if she made it up, her alliance even knew that part of it, or at least Erica did, and they just ran with it to get the heat off of Erica. Yeah. So anyway. There's another thing I think we need to discuss because we really haven't discussed it, and that's the whole toxicity that is the Richard sister relationship. Mm -hmm. So I know that we're giving Kyle a lot of flack for not supporting Kathy in that moment, but I think it's important for us to discuss the other side of it. Which, and again, this is our perspective looking in on their life that we've seen on TV, which for most of it was Kyle's side. So that we know. But we also know that Mauricio worked for Rick for a very long time. And he left because he was not offered, you know, to be partner, right? So he leaves and has this tremendous success, tremendous success with the agency. And listen, I don't know the financials of Hilton and Highland. I'm sure they're tremendously successful, too. I would venture to say they're in the same league now, right? Mm -hmm. So we have her husband, who was an employee of Rick for 20-some-odd years or 15-plus years, right? Mm -hmm. And we had Kyle, who at one point was the single mother. And she was always a movie star, but, you know, her life was more of a struggle. And over the last however many years Beverly Hills has been on, I want to say 10 She really not only became a star through that, but has had so much success in her life. Her children have had so much success. I would also like to point out, to Kyle's credit, mind you, and Mauricio, her children have had zero scandal, as opposed to Kathy's children, who in their, you know, have all over the years have different, have had different public scandals, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a parent. I mean, that is a success in and of itself. So it's almost not so far-fetched to see that Kathy may have an issue with Kyle just based on that, right? They didn't talk for those years. She blamed it on the show. Maybe Mauricio leaving. I have to I have to imagine that Mauricio wanted to be partner there and left because he felt like, well, I mean, and I'm sure many of us have been in that position where you're at a job and you feel that you're being looked over and you say, you know what? I'm going to go look for a better offer and you get one. And then guess what? Your old boss isn't going to love you. (laughs) Right. And there's the whole show that Kyle made that was based on, yeah, on their mom. And like, there were a lot of issues about that. So I agree. I think there is definitely a layer of toxicity. I think, you know how with, with, you know, people that you know better, like they can push each other's buttons much faster right like kyle was getting way more frustrated with kathy about asking for corn and asking for the napkins than she would ever with a normal guest right because it's her sister right have you i have been meaning to ask if you have read i was just i have not read it but i was reading about this book called house of hilton 
I have not read it, but a couple of accounts, I believe, Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Ducking <laughs> um, Bravo, yeah. Ducking Bravo yes. has a really, they do great deep dives, guys. If, if you guys ever take a look over at their page, they're a great account. Shout out to them. And I've read the deep dive on there and it's really like, basically their mom pursued fame at all costs and kind of almost from what I saw. And again, I didn't read the book. I want to pitted them against each other in many ways. Yeah. And told him, yeah, I read that. So I read that too. And I mean, my eyes were just like, holy moly. Like she, so they called their the mom, big Kathy, big Kathy, apparently like raised the girls to, you know, like, you will marry rich men. You will have as many babies as you can, as right. early as you can. And I want to say Kim's first husband was very wealthy. I'm pretty sure. I was reading. I can't remember. One, One of her husbands was very was wealthy. killed. For oh. He was. He was shot. He was like in a deli and he was, it was, and it was over some sort of money deal. Because I guess he had some possibly, you know left of center money deals oh there's all these really interesting things about yeah we need to read this book i think we do and then we'll do a book club once we have the membership site maybe we could do a zoom book club that would be fun oh i like that idea okay so we have okay so we have a long-standing history of toxicity between the sisters my question amanda the million dollar question why did kathy come on the show I mean, what did she want? Did she want, did she think if I go on that show, I'll be more famous than Kyle? Was it a stick it to you? I would like to have my voice heard versus, you know, hearing everybody else talk for me over all these years. But I don't, okay. Or maybe she wanted to come off as a a funny, sympathetic character because we're not hearing her voice. We're seeing like this cute character of a woman. And I agree. And I have... We have talked about, like, I think right. she's way smarter than she, I think that she's putting on a bit of an act. We know Paris Hilton has done the same, right? Like, we know Paris Hilton's a very smart person to have right. gotten as successful as she has been as well. It wouldn't shock me if Kathy's like, I'm going to pull a page out of Paris's book and do something <laughs> similar. You know, I don't know if you read, if you follow on Twitter, there's a parody account. It's Don Gumbelson, you know, Vicky's, but do you? Sometimes I'm not on Twitter a ton, but I do see it. And I actually, people, he gets, re- this that account gets retweeted so much. Yes. It's hilarious. And also reposted on Insta. I always repost. So he, he yeah. tweeted something and he tweets stuff and he's always spot on. He tweeted, they had a sketchy burglary, Diana's sketchy everything, orphans and widows, but an off-camera car ride with a grumpy hotel matriarch giving a sociopath PTSD is where they went. <laughs> and now I want to take out the sketchy burglary because I don't personally believe that it. I think that was a legit thing. I stand I by that, and I would, I would not question a, a husband and father sending people into his home. I refuse to believe PK is capable of that. That's my personal stance. I. 100% agree with you. I think especially after seeing this season, it's I fully agree it's not I think it really happened. So then we have this mixed intel. So during the reunion, you know that a source told me they heard Rena walked off and then another source told me they heard that wasn't true. So we posted something this week that said that Kyle stormed off, somebody shared with me, 
they heard that Kyle stormed off because once again, she wasn't taking her sister's side. The reason that I just wanted to have that whole piece about their toxic relationship is because I think, I think we have to be fair and show both sides of it. I think that in a sibling relationship, anybody who has a sibling can relate to the fact that almost always, you know, there's usually one sibling that's better than the other as far as like nicer or whatever, but it takes two to tango and especially with siblings, right? It's, yeah. it's a complicated relationship. The best sibling relationships are complicated. So I can see, I can see that Kyle stormed off. So she maybe was the person who stormed off. It would make sense to me, especially with Kyle constantly feeling like, had like, if I'm standing up for my sister, then my friends are going to be mad. If I stand up for my right. friends and my sister's going to be mad. Like, I mean, I do not envy Kyle her position with that. And always being mindful of the alliance. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. I totally have to throw this in there because I will talk about John Hamm any chance I get. Did you see the clip? I know you I, did because you posted it. I did. It. I did. <laughs> I thought of you. Everyone started sending it to me. I'm like, did Amanda tell these people to send it? Oh my God. <laughs> he just, he was on my laminated list and now he's at the top. I have a feeling that he just got added to a few other people's lists after hearing that. I mean, can just to then, you know, just watch Real Housewives with John Hamm. That would be kind of amazing. I wonder if, you know, it just makes him hotter to me. I wonder if Leo or Matt Damon watch it, too. I mean, well, I could see Matt watching it with his wife because he strikes me as, like, the sweet guy who, if his wife wants to watch something, he will. And I think Leo's probably going to be watching old clips of his future ex-mother-in-law, Yolanda. I I just, I just, I can't. By the way, I want you to know that I started Mad Men. I'm only half an episode in because I had promised my kids a movie night when I decided when I decided to start it. And everybody knows Amanda and I have to watch a lot of Bravo to to do this. We do. (laughs) So I'm hoping I'm hoping this weekend affords me some time to settle in and do Mad Men. I'm going to try to get my husband on board because I think he would enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good palate cleanser for all the Bravo. Give it a little time because. It takes, I don't know, a few episodes to kind of, it moves a little slow at first, but it's, I promise you, it is so good. That's what everyone says. Everyone's like, give it a little bit of time. It takes a few episodes. I'm like, I can, I can hang in there. I'm always scrolling on my phone. I'll watch it how I watch Dubai. Oh my God. By the way, off, totally, totally off subject. I didn't, didn't you say that you're watching Tell Me Lies? Didn't you say that, post that? I'm sorry. What'd you say? Tell Me Lies. Didn't you say you're watching that? Yes. I'm obsessed. Oh my God. Skidamax. <laughs> it's so good though. That Doesn't it is... feel like a Skidamax show? It's like there's well, so much sex. First of all, my kids are always interrupting me, so it takes me about two hours to get through one episode because I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. You're like, change the channel, change the channel. Okay, and not to go on a tangent, but we will, because that's what we do here. I dislike everybody on the cast, but I can't stop watching. Mm, I'm thinking here. The main girl, I think, I love, I like her. There's a lot of, like, pensive pauses where it's just, like, posted on her and, like, her lips. Yeah, I think the guy has an amazing body. Like, very, you can Lean tell. Like, toned. he has a can, can charisma. You know, I'm very Do you know they're dating, they're dating in real life? 
I heard that. And I'm, I think I'm, I might be a couple episodes behind. I haven't finished it because I, my other issue, guys, is I keep having to rewatch shows because I keep falling asleep. I hashtag elder millennial oh my god my, my husband came in last night and you know i don't know why but you know when you're watching something you fall asleep and somebody's like are you asleep you feel like immediately you have to lie and be like no yes 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 he oh comes my god up to the bedroom and i was like and he's like are you asleep I'm, no <laughs> and he's like amanda it's okay if you're if you're sleeping i just didn't know <laughs> Anyway. I will say this, and I don't want to spoil it if you're behind or if anyone else is behind, but when we get some more context into Lucy, because she alludes to her father and all that, and mm-hmm. in the most recent episode we learn about that, it makes her a more sympathetic character because I find her to be so selfish. Yeah. So you'll see more about that. And then you, I have to remind myself that these people are 18 in the show and 18-year-olds are selfish by nature. Right. So there's that. I think that he is hot. I think all the guys are hot. I think, is it Evan, the one that at the beginning they're at they're at the engagement party for the cute friend with the short hair whose mm-hmm. name I don't remember. And mm-hmm. I think Evan or Ethan, he's so adorable. I think that Wrigley is hot. Yeah, I love it. I'm watching it and I just, Steven's an asshole. I just still don't know how Lu- Lucy and Diana, I think the other one is, how they haven't figured out they're both hooking up with him. I don't get it. I'm sure there will, you know, a lot of pensive looks when that happens. <laughs> oh, the pensive looks. And then they just fuck. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> pensive looks, sex, little to bit be, of plot. Just like I like 19 it. again, you know? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I didn't. I, I apparently it was. I should go back to college and do it all over again. I always say that. Anyway. Okay. We're not discussing college on this podcast. No. <laughs> back to... <laughs> Back to Bravo business. What's the latest with this? So we hear all of a sudden that Shannon Bedore from OC, that her ex-husband, David, because we remember he had an affair with this woman. I think her name is Leslie. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up marrying her after he and Shannon got divorced. And that we now have heard that David has filed from divorce from Leslie, that they have a baby. Yes. So then we get sent to us and we posted it. I'll read it quickly about the OC husband's divorce. Wait until you see his girlfriend. Again, guys, we're assuming it's David. (laughs) Allegedly. Wait, should we call her the side chick? He went even younger this time. He's been pretty belligerent about it. Shocked. No one has sent you pictures. I'm sure they will soon. This like brought me all the way back to May when we got pictures sent to us about our friend in Miami. But, like, just last week, we said Shannon was making her storyline Tamara, and ta-da. So a source tells me that she was on camera the moment this went viral. So they got it. They got the honest knee-jerk reaction, which is always cool. I think it's so much better than them have, like, her hearing. And, of course, they're going to get it on camera because they are currently filming, right? Right. But for her to actually have production up when it came out is, like, chef's kiss. Yeah. Okay, so then the wife posts this bizarre picture of them at some game. And she, she whenever she posts pictures, she, she I'm blocked by her, obviously, but I have another account. Don't worry. She Whenever she posts pictures, she at Leslie Bedores herself, like on her own picture. Like she's not an account, so she doesn't need to watermark stuff. 
nobody, and I mean nobody, is stealing pictures of you and trying to take credit. Are you talking about the video where he's, like, on the sideline and he's doing that weird, like, drop thing? Well, so this was a still maybe from that day. Okay. So she says in this picture that, no need to worry, continue on, my husband has dismissed the divorce papers. Hmm. Okay, psycho. No... (laughs) Why isn't David saying this? Also, that's not normal. It's not normal that you filed for divorce and then you're posting a picture as if you're happy. But here's the kicker. Public records show that it has not been dismissed. The papers are still filed. Yeah. I I mean, I 100% would not be shocked if David has been continuing his pattern. We all heard about that. The new wife, Leslie, her, like, freak out at Walmart. Oh, God, remember that? Yeah. like I have to find the video because everybody's asking for it. I apologize, guys. I I just, I didn't do the legwork. If any of you want to Google it and email me, bravoandcocktails at Gmail, I would appreciate that and I could post it for everybody. We're in the middle of summer now, and thank goodness for Freedom Natural deodorant. It's keeping me from being stinky at the pool, my kids' sports, and at parties all the fun things that we do in the summer. I'm still a little shocked at how well Freedom Natural Deodorant works for me. The founder created it after she tried other natural deodorants that just didn't work. My favorite scent is the Bergamot Mint, but they also make it in Lavender Citrus, Frankincense Peach, and Unscented. They have natural antibacterial wipes and shower sprays too. Freedom products are aluminum-free, cruelty-free, chemical-free, vegan, and like I said, they really work. You can buy them at freedomdeodorant.com, and we got a special discount for our cocktailers. Use code GOSSIP for 20% off. So go to freedomdeodorant.com and use code GOSSIP for 20% off your purchase. Find your freedom today. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing it back when it happened and, like, I don't know. I have zero, zero patience for people who treat people who work in stores and restaurants poorly. Like, I just, I don't, I think that... It shows your true character. special place in health for people who do that and who think they're above other people. Like, not cool. That's who you really are. How you treat somebody who... Well, it's not that they can do nothing for you because obviously they're helping you in a store or a restaurant. But what's that quote? They say how you treat somebody who can do nothing like for you is who you really are. Yeah. You know, how you treat the crossing guard at school when you're picking up your kid is who you really are. And I'm not I am not I don't judge parents on how they parent. Believe me. But when I see parents, like, being rude to, like, staff or crossing guards, I'll be like, yeah, we're not doing a play date with that bitch. No. I agree. <laughs> Who would be mean to a crossing guard? They're literally helping your child cross the street safely. You'd be surprised. Oh, my gosh. Oh, by the way, Amanda, another thing I noticed, and I'm shocked nobody has complained when I get excited, I move my face right up to the screen in front of the mic, and I <laughs> shout. <laughs> Like, am I okay? I mean, are the people who are being mean to crossing guards okay? Like, what the heck? I don't get that. Also, shout out to Loverboy. I'm drinking. I'm on my second Loverboy, and clearly my tolerance is taking a hit post-summer because I'm already yelling into the microphone. (laughs) 
Why am I not? I Oh, I know why. I have to drive children later. That's why I'm not drinking. But I would really love to join you right now. Wait. Oh, I have another prediction. I think oh. I told you. I think I told you this one. Maybe I didn't. So we were saying that Tamara and Shannon, their feud was the whole story. My prediction, because I know how savvy Tamara is, and she knows that Shannon's going to be getting a lot of camera time, is they're going to make up real quick right about now. And then they'll hash out the whole, are they getting divorced? Are they not getting divorced? And that whole thing, I think they're going to make up and Tamara will be included in that whole storyline. And that's how they kind of move past their beef. Thoughts on that? I think I would. I think so. And like, we literally were just talking about this. Like, I like Shannon and Tamara liking each other better than them fighting. I think they are really funny together. So I would like to see it. And I think that, listen. We're talking about this as if it's a joke. However, Shannon and David share three girls who are going to have a reaction and deal with the trauma that their father now being in an unstable relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a real thing. And Tamara knows that very well in her own divorce with her husband, Simon. And Tamara, at the end of the day, is a girl's girl. And I think that that will be how they come back together. I think it will be her being there for Shannon. And, like, you know what I mean? Because she's been through it, and she's had her kids have to deal with all that. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ew. I just, like, this, let's just hope that out of all of this, that, I mean, I can imagine it would be traumatizing for Shannon to go back through. It feels like it's kind of, you know, like, not have, but I, I don't know. I'm curious how she is feeling. Like, if she's feeling vindicated or if she's just feeling like this is bringing up so many bad memories or or who knows but i'm sure because i do i think she's a good mom i think she's probably really concerned about her her mom or her mom her kids that's what i was gonna say i think she's probably wondering where her kids heads are at speaking of uh, shitty husbands and their children jim edmonds is on his way to italy and to give to marry i believe for the fourth or fifth time and i don't know if we've discussed this, but the woman he's marrying is the woman who is rumored to be a friend of Megan's that they had a threesome with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So side note, his daughter, I want to say Haley, the one who was on the show with Megan and who was tight with Megan. But then when they got, when Megan divorced Jim, they had a falling out, you know, right. Jim probably poisoned her, the daughter against her, whatever that is. So she was then very tight with Courtney. Well, they're no longer tight and she is not going to be at the wedding. She has her friend's wedding that weekend, but you don't miss your dad's. I mean, granted, it is the fifth. Well, so maybe... I was going to say, how many weddings have they had? She's probably like, I, I, I can make 80% of them, dad. <laughs> I'm good for eight out of ten. I've and been it, to like, of all of his other weddings, too. I mean, now we're talking like she's actually probably making like 95 because he's overall been married how many times? Like, I think I want to say fifth. It may be fourth. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Amanda. You're going to have to deep dive us. Oh, yes. So for our cocktailers, you guys know, episode 12, we went down a rabbit hole. Amanda found a bone and (laughs) she just, she couldn't, she couldn't let go. And it was so interesting. And if you haven't listened to episode 12, please do. Because we're not, we're not going to rehash the whole thing for our loyal followers and listeners. But so it's an exclusive info we had about. The shocking politician, socialite influencer that had ties to the Southern Charm cast. Right. And I mean, B, you're, you're right. There's like a very like small bone, but I was fascinated 
I don't know why, but fascinated by this whole story because it there's no Southern Charm people involved, but there are some some of the cast are friends with the woman. So very quickly, this man named Ron Rallis went on this social media rampage a few months ago, talking about his soon-to-be ex-wife Paula, Paula Dyer, who he calls Paula Diarrhea, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god. And this guy, he is he is a character. Just look up his Instagram because it is also very interesting. But anyway, he goes off on social media saying Paula had an affair with this U- U.S. congressman from South Carolina named William Timmons, and that Paula and William used William's power to help imprison Ron Rallis under false pretenses with false charges and took their child away. It's it's gnarly. Definitely go back to episode 12 if you guys haven't listened but I do have a few updates because that's why we were texting about this this week because it kind of it kind of all just blew back up again. So this week, William Timmons and family members. Oh, a couple other things. So, well, William Timmons and some of his family members apparently have been sending obscene messages to Ron Rallis. And Ron Rallis doesn't let anything go. And he, he mentions it all on social media. The other couple updates before we talk about what happened this week. William Timmons and his wife, Sarah, are seem to be estranged. They have not filed anything, but they are not apparently living together. He, I guess, went. they went to Italy to try to work on their marriage after all of this came out. And then I, apparently he left early, left her in Italy, according to this that TikTok you sent me. And then I also read that the husband, William Timmons, the congressman, was just seen at Barry's boot camp with Paula Diarrhea in D.C. like last weekend. And then before, earlier this summer, William Timmons gave his wife or sold to her a 5.4 acre plot of land for a dollar. And there's all these weird clauses around it, like he can buy it back. And all the dates coincide with future election dates, which is very interesting. Wow. So only, we know that- only in the South. I'm telling you, only in the South. Yeah, so we know as recently as last weekend, Paula and the socialite and William, the congressman, were seen together and were together in D.C. So the latest big kicker and why this all kind of blew up again this week is that Madison LaCroix, our favorite sassy blonde on social Southern Charm, DM'd Ron Rallis, telling him she thinks he should be on the show and that she can put him in touch with producers and like i said if you haven't watched his video like he's he's out there and he is not afraid so he went and shared all the dms and he's like hey i'm gonna go on i'll do it i'll do it for free donate any of the proceeds to a i think it was to a domestic abuse charity yes okay all right i'm digesting all of this i know it's a lot (laughs) i did like that he wanted to donate all the proceeds i think that we, as an audience, do not appreciate Madison's genius because also worth noting, his ex-wife, or I don't think they're ex, but they're strange. They'll soon to be ex. The socialite, Paula, Paula Diarrhea, Diarrhea, has been trying to get, so they don't live in Charleston, 
but they have connections to Charleston and she's been trying to get on Southern Charm for seasons. She actually thought she would be on in this most current season and she was not. And then she moved to Miami. Yeah. So it would be like true payback if Ron Rollis went on and not only went on, but trashed her because he will. I mean, the man can't help himself. He can't control himself. He is a loose cannon. I think he would make for great for great TV. So I think we've got to get give Madison LaCroix a little production credit on that one. I think so as well. And I also just am always amazed at like what happens. These stories I hear like buying a plot of land and having certain dates coincide with elections. This doesn't happen in 2022 obviously it does it it does but i feel like i don't know does this happen in new york and do i not know about it is this a southern thing i feel like the south is still so who you know i mean i don't know you guys should so i want to say it was on that site where i've seen like that him interviewed it's called fits f-i-t-s news i think it's fitsnews.com i'm sorry if i don't have the url right but just look it up fits news south carolina and you'll find it but this is this is like an independent news guy who has been following this story and that's where I read about and it was there's some real weird it's just very strange these weird clauses like he can buy it back. At, he has exclusive buyback rights up until a certain date for like $500. It's not like at fair market value. It's all these weird things. So it's this is not the end of the story. And trust me, I will continue to follow it. Oh, yeah. You better continue to follow it. <laughs> so moving on to, to Vanderpump Rules, you shared this with me and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. We got some really good exclusive stuff that we have not shared anywhere. So we're sharing it today. So apparently Tom Schwartz is saying he has not hooked up with Raquel. Now, I know we all think we saw it, but the person who sent this to me pointed out that we've only seen that jello shot thing. I know there was like a picture of them in a bar kissing. It looks like they were kissing, but apparently it was like sharing a shot. Mm-hmm. So is it possible? Of course. And anything's possible. And then again, it kind of brings us back around to her using it to distract from the Oliver incident. Right? Wait. So wait, is he denying that they... Didn't hook up at the wedding, too? Or just this? Oh, okay. This is what he's saying. So the people telling me this are people who, we'll just say they're at Sir and Tom Tom a lot. It's not cast members. So they believe him. Remember, there are no pictures from the wedding of them making out, right? So it's a story that somebody put out there in social media. And the timing of it was that then we found out that around the same time she was making out with Oliver. Right? Okay. I don't know. I don't do know. We, but what Do we really think Rochelle has the, like, wherewithal to be like, I'm going to just try to distract everybody and make up a rumor about me and Tom hooking up? So Not really. don't think I... I okay. All right, I think, Rochelle. I think the more likely scenario would be that Tom Schwartz knows that there's that it's not on camera and that what there is 
pictures of is a jello shot. And so that he is trying to save. This is a bad look for him. I mean, some fans don't care. But remember, he has always been sweet and dopey, but Mm -hmm. always well-liked. Yeah. And when the fan, when Bravo fans turn on you, they turn like wild animals. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so many people, you think about it, and they, they go from being beloved to like, you know, there was a time that Jax was beloved. Well, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> like the first episode. <laughs> but I say all that to say people do turn on people. Like, look at Lisa yeah. Vanderpump. I think there's still people who, who do like all of the people that... Like, I think there's people who like Jax. I think Total there's... side note. Yeah. Somebody sent me the tax liens today. So they're real. And I just wonder why. And this is just like a ponder, Amanda. Yeah. Like, why don't you get a job? Like, he was a server. Yeah. He was a bartender in Hollywood. And believe me, these bars, maybe not, sir, but there's plenty of bars where you can make really good money right. that would gladly hire him because no matter what we say about him, he would bring people in. Right. And he knows how to be a bartender. Why yeah. is he not working? Is he too good to be a bartender? I'm sorry. You have a wife, a child. Oh, your wife's working, by the way. But still, these are these are big liens. These are like $800,000 liens. I mean, oh. that takes two incomes. Yeah, that's a that's a big hole to overcome. Yeah, man. Okay, wait. So, okay. question for you. So, like them sharing a shot, quote unquote, happened. But then we saw Katie's brother post a like video where he's talking about Tom and throwing his booze, like pouring it down the sink, saying, "This is what I think about you, Tom." So, was that about that? No. So, well. The source that told me was somebody who said they were at Sir and saw a situation. Now, could the brother have been annoyed about that? I would imagine it weighs in. But there was a situation at Sir this Saturday before the brother posted that. Allegedly, somebody was at Sir and they saw the whole thing go down. I'm actually shocked this hasn't got out because I feel like when stuff happens at Sir, it gets out very easily. Because there's so many people watching and they know who everybody is and everyone has a phone to record it yeah now maybe we will see this on vanderpump rules Hmm. maybe i don't know i I can't i can't say this person did not tell me that the cameras were up i i think they were still filming but so it's saturday night and a bunch of people were there from the cast and not tom schwartz because i'm going to confuse my toms tom sandoval went over and was screaming at Katie and her brother. And mm. no, her excuse me, was one of the brothers was... Okay, hold on. Let me remember this story. Sandoval was there yelling at Katie and who the person thinks is Katie's mother. So disrespectfully, yes, that one of the brothers was there, another brother, so not the brother that posted. That's what got me confused. I apologize. Okay. And had to step in and put Sandoval in his place and tell him to watch his words. Meantime, Schwartz legitimately hid behind a tree. This is according to the person who saw this happen. So when the older brother went home and told the younger brother, 
that's the one who posted about it. Oh, got it. So the younger brother is like, I can't, I'm trying to remember because I saw the video and he was like, this is what I think about you or something. And it was the, their lake liquor. So maybe he was talking about both Toms. Well, he did. I think he said Tom and Tom. But oh, now okay. here's my question yeah. for you. Why is Sandoval screaming? And I don't know what preceded it. And why is Sandoval screaming? And we've seen him scream at women before. And I want to also point out that I think when Jax was on the show, he had a better rap because Jax was so obviously obnoxious. But I don't like, I don't like his behavior towards women. I'm not a Stasi fan, but I remember the time he screamed at her at like her book launch or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. He has screamed at Katie many times. It is completely, completely inappropriate the way he speaks to women. So I'm sorry to say that this person who told me they saw this, for all I know, it could be made up. It's sort of odd that they told me this and then the brother did post that. The Raquel thing happened a long time ago. So I don't believe that is the sole reason the brother posted this. If he was going to post this, he would have posted it after the wedding or after that picture was circulating. That was all weeks ago. Okay. This person told me this happened and then the brother posted that. So the evidence we have is the brother posting that. Now, why did he post both times? Well, the one time was screaming. The other time, I do not care if you're divorced. If someone is screaming at Katie, who you were married to, and your ex-mother-in-law, you stop them. Yeah. There is no situation that is appropriate. No, you totally do. I agree. I don't like... I don't like the way we've seen Tom act towards women specifically. I was actually going to say, like, I feel like Tom Schwartz hiding is just as bad because he absolutely could have stepped in and just been like, dude, chill. I think if Katie's there, Tom's there... Tom's there. I don't know if, if it were, like I. I did not hear Ariana was there, so I don't want okay. to lump her into this story. Have but not. I think the cameras had to be. Is I. I think the cameras no right. they're at Sir. Like there's the cameras had to be there, so I'm betting we'll we're going to see this. Yeah, very good point. Because why would they all have yeah. been there together? They wouldn't have all been I don't there. think Katie's going to go where where Sandoval is unless she has unless to. She unless she there's a paycheck to. involved. Right. Exactly. Interesting. And and, I, and like with, with Tom, like it's so icky I, to me. I I can I'm like well, I wonder like did Katie just say something snappy or whatever? But like remember when Tom freaked out on Stassi? It was like for not even a like real thing. Like he was right. He got all mad, and so I could see him. Maybe there wasn't even any real reason for him to get pissed. And regardless, you should never act like that. There's no reason for. A man to scream at a woman in that way. And we've seen him do it multiple times. And I have to tell you, I know he's beloved by Bravo. As an example, he, one of the um, add-ons at BravoCon is his show. Yeah. And not only is it an add-on, it's Saturday night. And I, and listen, I don't want to sound like a hater. And, and you know, maybe, maybe I am not the biggest fan of him because of his behavior on the show. Actually, that is why I'm not the biggest fan of him. I always feel like he got a pass. Like he has had such bad behavior towards women. And because Jax had worse behavior, it was sort of just, or, and there were even times where James had worse behavior. Mm-hmm. It was overlooked. And I yeah. feel that he never had to, and he always explains it away when he is approached. And then at reunions, it's never brought up. And I would like to know who wants to go to his show as an add-on. Legends Bowl, where everyone's going to be there? Hell yeah. 
Okay. I don't know. A meet and greet with somebody else. But like, I want to go to a show. Who's going to a show normally? He's not a rock star. It's not like this is American Idol and we're going to go see Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you going to pick on Kelly Clarkson? No, I know you're not. I love Kelly Clarkson. I I would would pay for the upcharge to go see Kelly Clarkson. I'm not paying to go see... And I would like to know who is. I bet if I look, there's still tickets available. Although, I don't know. People will just buy anything. Well, cocktailers, if if you're going, we need your eyes. All of, like, actually, this is like our call to all the cocktailers who are going to BravoCon. Like, we need, we need all of the tea. We need to hear everything you're seeing, everything you're overhearing, all the, even the looks that you're seeing in between the Bravo stars without them saying anything. Like, we are all cocktails and gossip guys, so we need we need to get the collective group out there and telling everybody so that we can tell the rest of the country, including me, who's staying home, about everything that's happening at BravoCon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so the whole thing is icky to me. I, I'm annoyed. I think that... <laughs> I like how I say I'm annoyed, like I'm involved in this situation. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of ickiness around Vanderpump rules. I, mm-hmm. I'm i going to say something. I think that there is an expiration date to shows like Vanderpump rules, like yeah. Summer House. You know, when the people start to become stars, they start to act differently and it's no longer great television. We haven't seen that with Summer House yet. I think they do a good job of maintaining that. Maybe because it's a weekend thing and we don't have to see their whole life. I think that's that's probably part of it. But what I can say is I'm not really excited about this season of Vanderpump. It's a lot of ickiness for me. Yeah. A lot of traitor shit. A lot of no loyalty. A lot of ick. Yeah. At the expense of being famous and being relevant. Hey, cocktailers, it's Amanda. I know you've heard us talk about Tinsley Allison Designs before, but have you checked out their new stuff? They are making sustainable and unique jewelry by taking parts of bags and luggage and making darling necklaces, earrings, and other beautiful items. I personally have my eye on the necklace that they have made that uses the locking feature from a Louis Vuitton bag. It is so cute, and I love that it's sustainable. The folks at Tinsley Allison Designs are also cocktailers and they want to offer all of us a special deal. So use code BRAVO to get 25% off on anything on the site at TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. That's 25% off anything at TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. Use code BRAVO. And this is just for our cocktailers community. Enjoy. I think too, I think with a show like this, when there's, it, it's like people with their families sometimes, like people know how to push each other's buttons, right? And mm-hmm. like, there's so much history in like, it's like they almost have shorthand and they, instead of getting mad and like, re, you know, keeping it to themselves and talking, to, like they pop off immediately because they're like, oh no, you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? And so it's, um, it's, it's, exa- it's getting exaggerated. I predict that. The cast as it is will be different next year. I think they'll yeah. recast. I think they're going to do some sort of reboot because yeah. it's not going to be fun to watch. Based on what I've heard. I mean, you know, 
prove me wrong, but yeah, I I I think you're. I was kind of feeling like that. I was surprised that that, that there was another season, and I I will watch this season because I am legitimately curious to see how everything goes with the divorce and all of that. So, and I love a spinoff. Like I think Ka- Katie and Ariana could carry a show. I mean, Ariana would have to ditch Sandoval, but. <laughs> like i think that there's an avenue for some of them and i would have at one point even lumped sheena in that but i don't think we're gonna like what we see from her this season uh yeah i'm maybe like the toms doing their but maybe separate people like in other words separate people and put them with new people so like katie and ariana doing their sandwich shop and then like the toms like Keeping this crew who are no longer married, who are no longer friends, who are no longer, no longer, no longer together is like, who wants to watch constant toxicity? And they're no longer working, (laughs) sir. I think that's the theme (laughs) of this podcast today, toxicity. (laughs) And they're no longer working it, sir. Toxicity is the word of the day. Okay, so we don't need to go into the whole because everyone else is talking about this whole Adam Levine sexting scandal. All I want to talk about is the blind that we got that I keep laughing about. <laughs> you and everybody else. I so <laughs> I posted this like mid work day and I had like I'm not I'm not lying, a hundred messages that were like be like I I just want to not be at work right now and you really made me laugh. Thank you. So I'm reading it because if I can make you guys laugh after that very depressing skit on VPR, I will. Lay jeans, subject, that pop star. So that pop star came to Manchester, England for the first time. Me and some girls got invited to meet them in a Nando's. I don't know what that is. I'm not from the UK. Got backstage passes. One girlfriend of mine ended up back with him after the show. He had a long-term girlfriend at the time. She thought she was getting a nightfall. He came in his pants as they necked on the couch. Adam Legines, we've called him since. <laughs> Adam Legines. Adam Levine. Adam Legines. It's hilarious. <laughs> so I just, good. I like, kept thinking. And now when I see his face, I either think of the meme that everyone's doing, which is hilarious, where they're putting people like in their like worst derpy looks and where he's like, Fuck, you know, you yeah. all see the meme. And then then I, I'm like, La Jeans. La Jeans. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I thought he was cute. Like, I'm not like, I didn't have a crush on him or whatever. I thought he was cute. But the second this came out, I was like, oh, like his face. It's like his face changed. I can't explain it. Like, I now exactly I see a totally different mean. person when I look at him. I know exactly. It's like when somebody does something awful like their ugliness comes through and you can't unsee it i totally i totally agree i'm telling you it, it's very weird but with him it, i feel it very strongly it always happens when you hear bad stuff but with him it's like it's like you know remember a long time ago on facebook when there was that blue and black dress and that then some people yeah. saw brown and black mm-hmm. that's what happened with me with adam the jeans yeah <laughs> There was a Seinfeld about that, where he had the girlfriend who looked completely different in different light, too. Anyway, I'm dating myself here. Okay, so 
what let's let's talk that last little because we've been talking so much about roni like let's talk about that last little tidbit so this is a little tidbit that we got and you know guys over here us cocktailers we put puzzles together so we shared last week that two ladies and we don't know who but two ladies dropped out of the reboot we got some intel this week that it was actually three ladies so basically that show is a shit show and then, very recently, within the last few hours, or I don't know, yesterday, whatever, Luann, no shock, because we always, we always assumed Luann was on board, but Luann, Ramona, and Ebony were added to the BravoCon lineup. I don't know what that means, Amanda. Let's pontificate. Well, what does that do. mean? Well, we knew, okay. Let let I think let's take them all one at a time. So Luann, not a shocker. One like I'm surprised that she wasn't on the lineup before. Right, Ramona. Mm. I could imagine there being a lot of fans who would still want to see her and would want to see her on stage and like would get a kick out of it. Right, and uh, listen, Vicky, Caroline, all ex-housewives still right. go, so it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, I would I would want to see her. I would want to see her, put my physical eyes on her and see, because I am just very curious just to see what she, like, looks like in real life. Just like you said when you met Sonia, she was even more beautiful. So than- somebody... Somebody messaged me this week and they, I don't know if you read it, I posted it. They had a funny interaction with her. They went over to say hello to her. She was out to dinner with a handsome older man. They said, B, I'm not exaggerating. We're talking about Ramona, not Ramona. Ramona. B, I'm not exaggerating. She looks like a woman who is 50 years old. Ramona is in her mid 60s. They said she looks 20 years younger. She is gorgeous in person. But they said that when she came over, she, like, said in front of the fan to her date, oh, God, keep these rats away from me (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) Like, very. So, but the person was like, she was an absolute biatch. But she is really something to see. She's a beautiful woman. So I'm sure she is. And I would, like, I mean, I would love it if Ramona, if I saw her, because, like I said, I want to see her. But if she was, like, rude to me, then I would have a great story to tell about it. So, like, I get that. Ebony is throwing me, except because we hadn't been hearing much about her. We did hear months ago her name dropped in as one of the possible people who would carry on from the previous New York to the new reboot. And so that she would be a familiar face on the show. Right. But then we heard nothing about it. So we're like, it sounds like it might have gotten scrapped. Okay, so now I say to that, the reboot falling apart. Are they saying to themselves, you know what? Let's put Ebony back in the mix. Let's build around Ebony. I or not even necessarily build around her. Yeah, I couldn't see them building it around her. I could see them throwing her back in to the mix if there were other people who left. Because they're trying to make something to make something work. I don't but, think Ebony got a fair shake. I think that it was listen, and I and I've said this before, Roni's main cast member is New York City. Yeah. They filmed during COVID. It was the height of COVID. Okay. 
I live here. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't yeah. go have a glass of wine anywhere. There was not even outdoor dining when they yeah. were filming. And it was January, February. So even if there was outdoor dining. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a new one. Now I'm imitating shivering. But in other words, I don't feel it was fair to Leah, Ebony, or any of the women. Women. I hate when people say woman for multiple women. Yeah, like, I, I hate that. So I don't know why I just did that. It's my third uh, lover boy. They're so good. They taste like they're not alcoholic. A side note. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think it was a fair shake. So for me, I would very much. I liked Ebony. I don't think anybody had a great season. I would very much like to see her in a reboot. And not to be an ageist in any way. But I think it would be a very different vibe. The same way that her and Leah Kiki differently, it would be a very different vibe if she were with her peers. Then having to explain to a different, a women, woman, <laughs> women from a different generation, how she feels. Does that yeah. make sense? And that's not like what should be shown on TV anyway. I and do I, feel like she was, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No. She oh. was unfairly made to carry a movement a, a lot yeah exactly a movement on it like and and have to explain and have to talk instead of getting to just be ebony and so i agree with you um you know i didn't see the sparks or the like some of the stuff that i like to see in a housewife but i would be willing for sure willing to give her another shot and i have to say thank god we had that season because all of us needed it like if you remember back then there was like no new tv on for so long so right we are so grateful that they gave us you know that show even though they did it under very difficult circumstances stances so so yeah it was a really hard time in this city and you know it was a hard time everywhere i don't mean to discount it but i just think that more so than any other cities always play a role, but in New York, the way Roni is, the way they always are at certain establishments, and so, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, it, yeah. It's a highlight, and they weren't able to have that. And how can you, you know, these aren't women who can sit in a living room. So much of the show is what happens when they're filming. And the best part about the show, and the reason these women are good, is because when they're filming and these random other socialites show up, they're in the mix. And maybe it's not random. Of course, we know that people are planted and they plan to go, but they couldn't do that because of COVID restrictions. You could only film with people that were tested five hours. Before, but we all right. know. Right. So I say all that to say I would be perfectly happy. And I think most people would be perfectly happy with welcoming Ebony back on a reboot. And I think for those that didn't love her, I think they'd be pleasantly surprised because I think she's got a lot. I think she's a very sensational person. Well, this is officially cocktailers your call to arms who are going to BravoCon. you need to be our eyes and ears you need to share everything that you're we already said this but like i think we're gonna get a lot of info about new shows and casts and all of this kind of stuff so so i think you know we may have to do like what are we gonna do some special content like where i grill you about BravoCon. oh after yeah you come out of it oh yeah so i'm so excited yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. So, guys, And although I'm anonymous, Amanda, I'm getting my hair and makeup done. <laughs> oh, good. That'll I mean, so I get fun. my hair and makeup done. With, listen, 
I feel like I work hard. I might as well look good because what the hell do I work for? I think a lot of people are going to like glam it up. I think that's awesome. I think you should. Well, it was funny. I said to my sister-in-law, I'm like, okay, picture it. You show up and all right, the Bravo stars are already beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. They're all going to have glam. So if you don't have professional makeup, I feel like you'd blend in with the wall. I mean, this is like the Cocktailer Oscars. So, of course, you're getting glam and you deserve it. I know, but I have to wake up so early. But that's another story. Well, like <laughs> the small sacrifices that we make for beauty, right? It well, Or the large sacrifices. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for, you know, I don't think we mentioned this yet, but this is our 20th episode already. If those of you who have been with us, bad sound at the beginning and all might remember we were only going to start out going every other week. And then we got such a great, such a great response, even with the bad sound that we have hopefully fixed. We have gone, we started going week by week. And then here we are. It's episode 20 already and time is flying and we are having so much fun. So much fun. And Amanda, we're like pretty close to 200,000 downloads. I mean, I know. I, we are the little engine that could, because guys, <laughs> when we started, we, we listened, you guys think that we didn't know. We listened to it back. My brother listened to, my brother's a big podcast guy, Amanda. You, you know, you've, you yeah. spoke to my brothers, but my brother, he calls me, he's like, B, you are going to get, you're going to get slammed. The audio is the worst thing. I can't listen to it. I was like, all right, all right. I called Amanda. Amanda's like. Yeah, same feedback on my end. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! If we we sh we should just like sometime just tell some funny stories. Maybe we will on the membership site. But like already, I mean, there have been times where like, oh crap, our microphones weren't plugged in, or there was the time where we recorded and then we couldn't oh. find the file. <laughs> I was pooping myself because I was like, oh my god, we just did an hour and a half. And it was I, such a good, I wish I could remember which episode and we were like, that was so good. We're not going to be able to recreate that. <laughs> oh my god. Thank god. Like software we use had recorded like a cloud backup. So because the what we use, it has like records each of our voices separately. So it was only me. She's like, I have you. I'm like, oh, oh well, god. that's not going to work. What are you going to pop in? <laughs> oh my god i was like i'm like I, we can't recreate that and that was magic Listen, at least to us it was we thought it was funny <laughs> and we say that to say we literally didn't have the extra hour in the week to record it again right so we know that all of you have just as much going on as we do and the fact that you dedicate an hour of your lives to tune into us does not go unnoticed we appreciate you and we're going to try to keep bringing it for you guys. And I'm going to try to stop leaning forward and shouting like a mad woman into the microphone. I don't know why I do it. But Have you know another what? lover boy. <laughs> I'm crazy with no. I'm like, really, I'm very naturally wild. I just, I have zero chill. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, oh, it was one episode, too. Like, we did two in a row. And the second one, you could tell because we were both into the wine. <laughs> Looped. And that was when I think I think we spoke the next day. We were both hungover. And <laughs> we were like, we can't do two in a row. It was too, it, first of all, it was exhausting. Yeah. And, and we were drunk. You guys think it. <laughs> literally, there was one point in it where I was like, 
you know, Amanda. And you're like, yeah, B. I'm like, oh my God, people are listening to this. Oh, you guys are going to go back and be like, oh yeah, that's it. Oh geez. Cringy, but so funny. So Thank God yeah. my dad doesn't listen and would never want to. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. We really are so appreciative and of you guys coming along on this journey and, you know, yeah, taking the time out of your busy weeks to to listen. So thank you. And thank you, B, because this is so fun. Thank you. It's so fun. Till next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor, just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends, but only friends who like good tea, because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and Cocktails underscore. And check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.